Have you ever felt like giving up, quitting, throwing in the towel? Welcome to Never Ever Give Up Hope featuring Carol Graham. She's an author, health coach, and motivational speaker. Backed into a corner multiple times in her life, Carol shares with you stories on how she overcame some of the toughest obstacles a person can go through in life, but refused to give up hope. Rather than admit defeat, an opportunity was presented, and it involves each and every one of you. Carol will feature spectacular guests who will share their messages of hope, encouragement, and their inspiration to prove why life's adversities only make you stronger. And now, welcoming the host of the show, here's Carol Graham. Welcome to Never ever give up hope. Never ever give up hope is a show about people who have done just that. They never gave up no matter what kind of obstacles were in their path. My guests have survived incredible circumstances and they are all winners. They are all survivors. My guests have survived incredible circumstances. They are all survivors and they are winners. And as a result, they have the passion to help others who may be going through something similar. Some have overcome extreme poverty and are now successful and even multimillionaires. Some have overcome abuse of many different forms. Some have overcome serious depression or disease and now are living free from fear and pain. Everybody has a story. And that's what I love about this show. There are, first of all, no limits. And secondly, no two stories alike. And if you have a story that you feel you would like to share with the world, of being an overcomer, a winner, then share it with me. And let's see if we can book you in on the show. I would love to hear your story. All of my guests are special. They all want to share their story to give you tips and insights and how you can also overcome any types of trauma. And as I mentioned, there are so many different types of traumas that people go through. I also want to thank all of my listeners because without our listeners, we wouldn't have a show. I appreciate your feedback and your input. We are now in 140 countries which is so thrilling to know that people, no matter where they are on the planet, are looking for hope. They're looking for someone that they can relate to, someone who has accomplished something that they hope to, and that's what this show is about. So I thank you. With me today, I have Fred Griffin Jr. He has a passion for people with disabilities. When I read that, I immediately knew I wanted him to be on the show because this is an area that requires heart, requires an understanding and a compassion, and knowing that this man had that passion to help these people, I knew that he would be special. He has also worked as a program supervisor in the behavioral medical division. He has a culinary arts degree. That's quite a switch. And he's worked as a model for the large world's largest agency, John Casablanca. He's he's definitely a man of style. And he was listed in Style Magazine for Business Men of Style. 
He's also an inspirational and motivational speaker, and he's very involved in his local community. Now, he is also the founder and director of the following, Touching Hearts Group Homes, Fred Consulting, Father Gang Clothing, Fred Griffin Jr. Scholarship, co-owner of Confectionately Yours Cakes and Bakes, and Touching Hearts Academy and Adult Day Training Program. So let's hear what Fred has to share with us today. Thank you so much, Fred, for being on Never Ever Give Up Hope. Yes, thank you, Ms. Graham, for the opportunity and for most important, the uh, platform that you have created uh, for people such as myself. It's just an honor um, that I'm able to share the story with the world and just let them know from the dark place that I'm coming from and also from the, the light at the end of the tunnel that there is hope. Um, so thank you once again for this opportunity. Um as we get started, I just want to go down a little journey where I started off as a young boy. Um, I'm young. I am 30 years of age. I'm married with two beautiful uh, little girls, and including my wife, beautiful lady, um, that I tre uh, treasure dearly. And um, I thank them as well for this opportunity, um, for standing by me and having my back at all times, and, and also for my God and Lord and Savior. But um, I started off as a young boy in a small town in Florida called Eustace. Um, didn't know how I was going to uh, make it through life um, with a mom that was single uh, with four kids. Um, we didn't know how we were going to make it, but by, by her grace, we, we were able to get through it. Um, she worked two jobs to make sure that we had everything that we needed. Sometimes we had to wear, you know, some of the same outfits each week, not because she couldn't afford it. But having four kids at that time, back in the uh, 80s and 90s, it was kind of tough. Um, so she had to do whatever she needed to do. And I never held her accountable for that because I know she was doing her best. Uh, with that being said, my father was present in my life. However, uh, when I was six years old, he was diagnosed uh, with a mental uh, illness and still to this day is suffering a little bit from that mental illness. But I never, ever gave up on him neither as a father figure and just didn't have that uh, per se in my life as I was growing up. So with the different obstacles and different challenges that we had growing up, my sisters and my brother, which I only have one brother, and with my father having a disability, I never held him accountable for not being in my life um, for the absence. And it was it was very challenging, especially being a male growing up. You needed that role model in your life. Um, how to tie a tie, how to ride a bike, how to throw a football, how to interact and become that gentleman. Um, I did not have that privilege with my father because of that. However, with my mom, uh, like I say, being so present in our life, she had to take both roles as that mother and father. Um, and that's how uh, we became, um, you know, very stooped and become, you know, where we are today, my siblings and I. Um, it, it was just so much that was going on in my life as a, as a child. It was just so much of just trying to find my way and people saying, oh, I was never going to be anything or uh. I was. 
you know, I was fat or um, I was ugly. Just the, the typical kids bullying, I guess you can call it, um, in today's world. It was the same thing back in the day um, that happened to me. But I, I made up in my mind that I was going to be um, everything people said that I wasn't going to be. <laughs> I was going to make it my business to do everything and be accomplished with everything that I was set my mind to do. Now, there was a time in 2010 when you felt hopeless, and this was during your quest to become an entrepreneur. So what did you do to change that? Well, I had to take a step back. Um, Being in a small town, you're already limited to doing a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Um, So I know I just had that that big mind, like that New York City, that California mind, like I'm going to take on the world and (laughs) and make it the best out of it. But I needed to get out of the small town where it was just so boxed in with simple minded people, um, if I can use that word for lack of a better word. I ended up moving out to California um, with my uncle. He gave me an opportunity to come out and see the world a little different. Um, And once I went to California, that's when things began to resonate within me on who I was and Mm. and where I was going in in life. And I'm, um, like I say, forever grateful for that opportunity as well. Just to uh, be able to travel, uh, be able to audition for uh, clothing lines, um, I also did a couple commercial with Alta Bright. That was a privilege by itself. And um, that's when things took off in 2010 when I was able to go to California and start things um, to, for the better. And what was your goal at that time? What did you want to be? And you say entrepreneur. What were you thinking of? Like what field? What area? When I was thinking about the word entrepreneur growing up, I always knew I was going to be a business owner because I had that 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 swagger. Uh, I had that mentality. I was always a leader. And I always was told with my uh, grandmother, um, she always said that um, you're going to you're going to go places. And I took that to heart. Hmm. I didn't take it in vain. I took it to heart and I made sure that I was going to be that entrepreneur and or be in that corporate America uh, feel. Um, when I started off, I started writing business plans when I was uh, 19 years old. And once I started writing a business plan, it always stayed hidden under papers. I'm going to come back and re- revise it or I'm going to come back mm-hmm. and change things. But as life took, you know, took head on for me, I lost that passion. I lost it completely. I thought that it was another journey that I was going to take, whether it was modeling, whether it was going to be uh, culinary arts. It was being a business owner wasn't just in the back of my mind. It, it was just lost. I was lost at that time. Um, once I began to find that culinary arts was not my calling and also modeling was not my calling, I went back and I revised that business plan that I wrote um, back in 2000. <laughs> And um, eight, I believe it was that I wrote my first business plan and I began to sit down and uh, talk with uh, multimillionaires with score and they began to give me direction on where I needed to go. That's so interesting that as a young man that you, you know, you tried these things, you accomplished them and yet you didn't stay there. Most people, when they accomplish something, they feel that this is their calling. So what? where did your motivation stem from to, to do something different? Well, when I stepped back and I looked at my father, that really gave me a sense of urge. It was like, you know, 
well, let me rephrase. My grandmother was taking care of my father, and I knew as she got older, someone had to step in and take care of him once she passes. And uh, lo and behold, back in 2012, she passed. And my world flipped upside down because here I am looking like, where do I start? That's when I went back and I really sat down and was starting to grasp um, upon my calling. I'm supposed to be in the field with developmental disability. Um, I love people with the passion. I love what I do still to this day. And my dad was my number one concern at that particular time. When my dad began to uh, resist the help from me, it became more loss of hopeness for me. I was like, well, maybe this is not what I need to be doing. But how do you turn away from your parent with developmental disability and you have a passion for it and you need to find a direction to um, overcome that fear or that hopelessness? Um, that's when I began, began to gain that conscious and was like, this is where I need to be. The world needs to be. Um, surrounded more with me and need to be more in my presence. So that's when I began to gather um, what needs to go forth. And that's what I took your head on. You have incredible focus. And I think listening to you, that this is one of the things that you want to teach people is for them to be focused and to attain their goals. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am, it is. Now, you have a consulting firm and you have other businesses as well. Why don't you share some of the things that you're offering to the people in the audience and what you can do for them? Okay. Well, as Ms. Graham stated, yes, I do have uh, several companies that I'm operating day in and day out and also managing <laughs> marriage and also kids and, <laughs> and uh, community um, resources that people may call it. Um, so I'm all a uh, balanced guy. Uh, with that being said, with the Touching Hearts group homes, our main focus is not only in the group home setting, um, for those that's needing a place to stay, but we also go out into the community and help those that uh, would love to stay in their homes. And we send staff out to their homes and help them with grocery shopping. We help them with cleaning. We help them with transporting. So it's not only focused on 24-hour living facility. Uh-huh. Yes, we also do that as well where we teach them uh, skills, uh, whether it's uh, daily living skills, whether it's mobility skills. We also take them out into the community to uh, interact with people like you and I. Um, uh-huh. A lot of uh, in today's world, they're forgotten. A lot of people sit back and they look at them and they be kind of afraid, but we teach them not to be afraid of them. They're human just like you and I. They're just a uh, way of responding um, is different than you and I, but they do everything. They put on their clothes just like you and I, and they eat just like you and I. Um, so that's the, our main focus with uh, Touching Hearts Group Home and our vision is no matter what your capability is, your age, race, sex, or gender, we still going to treat you and also teach you the fundamentals on being successful in life. Um, and with the consulting business, with Fred Consulting, we go out and we help other entrepreneurs in the making. We teach you how to do the operation day in and day out, how to budget, how to balance, how to do that HR work, 
uh, without being so confined with uh, financial burden? How do you start up that business? How do you go about uh, getting that funding that you need without using your personal information? Use your business credit. So we teach all that with the business consulting. And um, a lot of people come and ask, well, do it needs to focus on business? Not necessarily because we also target financing excuse me, financial planning on how to clean up your credit. We also teach you how to keep that score. So when you do go out to get that business, if that's what you're wanting, then you don't have to worry about your credit score being a 450 or 550 and be denied. So we are all around when it comes to consulting. We'll just want to set you up for success and not failure. Wow. That is quite the passion. Yes. Now, what is Father Gang Clothing? Father Gang Clothing was uh, launched actually in 2017. Uh, a good friend of mine uh, texted me with a hashtag. And in today's world, the Twitter world, we we use a lot of hashtags. Um, he texted me on New Year's Day, matter of fact, and said, hashtag Father Gang. And I'm a thinker. I'm a thinker. I always ask, <laughs> what is my next strategy and my witty ideal and creativity? What is that next, you know, Aha moment for me. Um, And it went from there. And that aha moment came for a father game. My father being absent in my life. I have two girls now that I'm raising with my wife. Um, How do I gain control over being the best father that I can be? Uh, When that came about, I launched and I focused that on what did not happen in my life growing up and what did happen and applying it to my girl's life. And that's how Father Game came about because mothers, we, you know, with mothers, they get that attention. They get that recognition more than they do with the fathers. That's understandable. But how do the fathers get that attention in return when they are being very present in their child's life and also want to be the best? We don't get that in return per se. Um, and that's where Father Game was launched. So is it a clothing line, though? Yes, ma'am. It is a clothing line, and it's a brand. Um, it's on our website as well, and it's uh, basically a, a father figure with a child holding hands, and it's like a heart around it going in um, in a circular motion, um, and that indicates that no matter what you're going through in life, whether it may be your spiritual father or whether it may be a father figure that's in your life, they're going to always be there for you. And that's where the concept of Father Game came for. We have hats, we have mugs, we have shirts, we have all different types of designs that we have branded over the last couple months regarding Father Game. And we are trademarked um, not only through the state of Florida, but we are also known nationally for our trademarks. Wow, that sounds awesome. And tell us about the scholarship. Yes, ma'am. The scholarship is is another passion of mine. I um, had an opportunity um, going off to um, school with a uh, scholarship uh, with band. Things didn't work out. Um, unfortunately, things didn't work out. I did not get a four-year college degree. However, um, with my certifications um, with trade school, it all paid off. I'm not telling people not to go to college. I recommend you to go to college. Um, it just did not work out for me. Um, with the scholarship foundation is for males and females that is in high school that's currently enrolled. And they also have to have the same um, background that I had growing up, maybe a single mom or father, um, unprivileged to pay for college tuition and or just finding um, trouble 
uh, funding with books or laptop or room and board, things of that nature. Um, one of the requirements, though, which I had to throw in there because it's passionate to me, is you have to do community service hours with someone that's elderly, whether it's painting their homes, whether they're taking them out grocery shopping, whether it is going to pick up items for them and bringing them back. But it must be uh, that's one of the requirements that you go and help a senior citizen within your community and you have to sign off on it. And you also have to get a notary uh, showing proof that you did go and do these items. Have you ever had uh, people that were rejected because they didn't do it? Believe it or not, I had to refuse one young lady. It is it, it was kind of tough on my end to make that decision because at the end of the day, I make the decisions, even though we have a committee. Um, the community hours was not completed. It was more of a lacking with uh, meeting deadlines. And I think that's a lot, grow you know, growing up in this generation, you have a deadline completed in, you know, before the deadline. Right. Don't wait to after that deadline to complete <laughs> and think that everything is okay. No, because what I want you to do is I want you to be set up for for that success. I don't want to see you fail. So if I fail you now and I just hand you everything, then that's what's going to be expected um, later on down the line. So I took that in consideration on the timing. Um, how passionate was she about it? Was it that she just want to take the money and not use it for the purpose it is actually, you know, supposed mm -hmm. to be mm -hmm. used for? Um, so I took all that in consideration that after reading the bio, it was not uh, hitting a target. It was not. It was off left field and end up not going to the college and just applying and getting um, admitted um, to that uh, particular university. And um, later on down a lot, I think like two or three weeks later, she ended up dropping out, um, which is one of the requirements as well, that you have to stay enrolled for a full semester um, and you will have to pay back that money. So, it, of course, it, legal fees and things like that can get involved if needed. But I don't want people just to focus on that right, aspect. Right. I just want them to make sure that you're going off to college. You're stating in your application that you're sworn in and saying that all this information is correct. And we're using the funding to make sure that all the education is fully funded, per se. And it was not used for that purpose. So, yeah, unfortunately, we had to go back to the drawing board and, and, and tell her that we need the money back and all that. Well, it, it's a tough call, but hopefully that'll help her. Yes. That's the bottom line, isn't it? I mean, a wake-up call. Yeah. And now, confectionately yours, cakes and bakes. That's the goodie. That's a sweet tooth. <laughs> <laughs> it gives you a sweet tooth. Uh, my wife is actually my wife's business. And I'm just uh, so happy when we met, she was just launching that business. Um, she's very passionate about it. It's like one of her uh, trademarks um, that people call in and ask. And actually, it's the holiday season right now. So she's been getting a lot of calls and getting taken away from um, enjoying the Thanksgiving break. Um, but I told her, hey, it's all good. It's, it's what you love and what you do. Compectually yours um, started off with our youngest daughter making a cake for her birthday, for her third birthday. And it was just a simple messing around in the kitchen, from my understanding. And she just made a cake and was like, wait a minute, I think I can do some things with this cake. And she ended up flipping that cake. And um, it was incredible just to see the outcome. And everything is edible that she makes is with fondue. And um, 
it, it's just so amazing. She can just take anything on a wall or anything that you see on Google, and she can turn it into food, and which is the oh. cake. <laughs> yes, it is a small business that we're operating in the Leesburg area in Lake County. Um, right now, we're trying to find more packaging that we're able to ship. Um, she made our wedding cake, which is, it was about a five-tier cake, and she made it out of like a... Um, like a beach theme with shells. Oh my goodness! Yes. Um, it was it was it was amazing, and she did everything by hand, and everything she made, everybody ate. So <laughs> uh, that was a good thing. That um, sounds awesome, and that she's busy. She's got two little girls, and yeah. so you needed a busy woman, though, because you sound like you're very busy as well. Obviously, right. <laughs> now Touching Hearts Academy and Adult Day Training Program. Yes, ma'am. That's my new baby. Um, okay. that this this the new one I've been birthing for the last uh, five months. And actually, we just did our grand opening back in September. A Touching Hearts Academy and Adult Day Training. We're on our phase one, which we're going to work on our phase two after the holiday break. Um, the academy aspect that we are open now is for developmental disability adults. We teach them how to come in and fold clothes. We take them out for shopping. We teach them how to go out and um, help deliver items like Meals on Wheels. We're also partnering with the city of Eustis and want to do some um, gardening things like go and help with flowers and watering and things like that of that nature. We have arts and crafts here. We also have a home economic class that we teach them, a game room. So each day that they come in is Monday through Friday and it's typically six hour days, each hour, uh, hour and a half. They go from different stations, like arts and crafts going to be an hour and a half and et cetera. And they have to work on different projects that's targeting for their goals. It's been a blessing just to see how that um, came about. And we're in the middle of downtown uses, which is very beautiful, which is my native. And um, just able to come back and see the, uh, the vision of this is just so amazing. And with the academy aspect, it's going to be K through 12 for developmental disability individuals. And we're going to start with that phase in January of 2018. Where did your passion come from to help those with disabilities? My father, my father, he, like I stated before, he's, uh, you know, have a disability. And I knew um, I had to do something to give back, not only to, with, uh, excuse me, within my family, but within the community. Uh-huh. I worked um, at a, uh, at a co- with the company, excuse me, I worked with the company and I started off as a behavioral tech. And um, so many people kept saying, you have so much passion. You have the patient. I love what I did. I love people. As the years um, became, I was there for eight years and I worked my way up to one of the administrators and I was the youngest administrator there at that particular company. I knew I had to uh, make a difference and impact with the development of disability world, whether it may be within their company or starting my own company. I'm just thinking about all the different things that you are involved with and If people are possibly wondering this as well that are listening, how do you balance it and how do you escape burnout? Wow. My faith is number one. I I balance with my faith. I'm very involved within my local community and also my ministry. And that takes a lot, um, a weight, that burden off of me. What keeps me motivated? My wife. My wife, my wife keeps me motivated. I ask for her input 
whether I might think that it's right, she might not think it's right, because at the end of the day, I want to make sure that I have that um, support that I need, and she's my backbone. So without her support, to me, it really doesn't mean anything. Long as she supports, which she has been very supportive with anything that I do, then I go for it and I jump in and give it my all. If I see that I'm getting burned out, I back off and say, what do I need to do different? How do I take the different approach? Or with my uh, girls, they keep me energized as well. And I, I don't like staying still. And my youngest one, she stay busy. Uh, so that keeps me energized and um, not to stay burnt out. But sometimes I just have to sit down and relax, uh, take a deep breath. And if I see that my health may decline, whether it may be getting sick or just feel so tired and drained, I take a couple of days off. No cell phones, no computers. I have uh, different um, administrators that's on call that works for the company and let them take over for a couple of days. And um, so I can just get that, that, that fresh air that I need. Is this what you teach as well when you're, when you're helping people to realize their goals? Yes, ma'am. I sit down and I ask them, list, and I, I, I tell them up front, don't list 10 items because you typically hear your five, your sevens, your tens. I say list two things that you're most passionate about. And then we're going to take these two things and you tell me right now, where does it fit in your life? And if it doesn't fit in your life, you're not passionate about it. Because what would have happened in life if you go each day or each year, you're going to be passionate about it. It's something that you don't forget. You don't forget to brush your teeth. You don't forget to wash your face. The basic fundamentals that you need for your daily living. And I tell them, if you're not doing it at least every day or every other day, then you're not passionate about it. So you have to find that passion. Because if not, then you're going to lose that, uh, that mobility to function. You're going to lose that skill. And I had a, a conversation with a good friend of mine on that, uh, excuse me, about that yesterday. He lost that passion. So now he's going back to the drawing board. How do you gain that passion back? And I told him you have to do it at least every day or every other day to keep that passion going. If not, you're going to lose it. I've never heard that before. That's very good advice. Is there anything else that you would like to share in any area, whether it's uh, in the area of advice or uh, helping people to realize their goals or just what would you like to share if there's anything else that we haven't covered? Well, I think the most important thing is when you're walking through life, you never know where it's going to take you, but it's up to you to make that decision. Determination is the key to success. So if you're not determined, then of course it's going to feel like it's no hope and you're going to feel like there's no way out. But as a living witness, I can truly say, um, and I'm still learning each day, that you must gain conscious on the direction that you need to go. Do not let anyone determine your destiny. You write that book. You be the author of that book. And I tell people when I sit down and I consult with them as well, no matter what you write in that book, follow the steps that you write because you never know who's watching. You never know who's watching from a distance or from afar, who's leading uh, others by your example. And I sit and I look at my leaders in my local ministry and they have they have been a great influence in my life. And I'm very, very humbled about them um, and able to speak highly of them um, because sitting back and looking, they are very great character and integrity for the people and also just show, you know, demonstrate 
on who I am today. So that says a lot. I just tell you, go after it. And I, I tell people, I don't just sit and I uh, make decisions. I also listen. I listen and help, you know, with advice. And um, yeah, anything that I can do to help. And I pray that I just touch, you know, the lives um, that are listening on today and just gain conscious and let you know that keep pushing, keep pushing no matter what, no matter what it may seem or no matter what it looks like, keep pushing. And how do you do that? Find find that uh, determination. What makes you happy? <laughs> what makes you sad? Of course, you want to stay away from the sad things. But sadness also birth happiness. Because if you're in a dark place, you're going to find a way to get out, to get to that light. So when I keep pushing, that means don't stop. If, if finances are not looking the way that you want it to look right now on the other side, and let me rephrase. When I started my first business four years ago, I only had $300 in the bank, but I had a debt of $5,000. And I'm like, how am I going to get out of this? How, what do I need to do to get to where I need to go? So I was like, I'm going to stop working this nine to five and focus on this business full time. But everyone is not set up to do that. But if you're determined about what you're doing, it's going to pay off at the end of the day. And now that I look, when I kept pushing and pushing, when I felt tired and felt like it was not going to be any hope, as of today, with all the assets and things that I have, we're self-made millionaires, my wife and I. And I say it very humbly and not out of arrogance because we worked so hard Mm -hmm. to get to where we are. And it's very humble to give back to the community and not just sit on it and live it. We also give it back whether it's our time, our talent, or our treasure. So either way, we're giving back to the community because we pushed and we never gave up. Your humility does come through. And I think it's through that that brings a lot of your success. Because people will gravitate to someone who has heart, who has passion, who is motivated, but even more so someone who is humble. Then they don't feel that there's somebody here who's arrogant and he thinks he, you know, he's the only one that can do this, the only one that can accomplish it, whereas you're coming from a completely different place. I want you to accomplish this too. It's available for you. And that speaks very loudly and is very much appreciated. So I thank you for that. Thank you. You've probably heard the expression, never forget in the darkness what you have seen in the light. And as you were just sharing, that's what I thought of. Because when people are going through some pretty heavy stuff, and a lot of people do. And in this world that we live in, you could almost say most people do. That they have had their dark times. But if they can remember what they saw in the light, whether it was their their motivation, their passion, you know, their their future hopes, whatever it was, and keep that as their focus, that will bring them through. Is that kind of the message that you were sharing? Yes, ma'am, it is. And if I may include a couple of years ago in a dark place of my life, right before getting married, um, my wife looked at me and I was like, um, I don't know how we're going to pay this uh, car note. I didn't know if I was going to keep my home because I stepped out on faith. And my wife was like, wait a minute, we're getting married. So now <laughs> it's not the time to say that you're going to leave a full time job with benefits and you are, you know, making great money. Now is not the time. But I told her, trust me, just trust me. That's all I ask. If you trust me, I will take you places that you have not been and, and do things that you've never done. And I, I stayed 
true to that. And that's where that determination comes from. Because now I now I gotta stand fast on my word. I don't promise my wife after married or that I'm gonna take her places. So now I need to stay fast on that word. But like I said, it was tossed and turned. Like I I didn't know if I was gonna have my car the next day, brand new car, brand new house that we that I just moved into, preparing for marriage. And um it was a dark place in my life and I and I was determined. So um, it's not always good coming out of it. Of course, you're going to get some bad out of it as well. But I just want people to know that um, it was not fed off a, 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 a gold platter. I had to start off with the silver to get to the gold. So but yes, like I said, it's, it's light. It's light and it's shining bright. But you must be determined. And w- just reiterate again what the services are that you do offer on your website. Yes, ma'am. That's uh, Touching Hearts Group Homes is for developmental disability individuals and also elderly where we go into their homes and service them. Uh, Fred Consulting, we sit down and we talk uh, about business or just financial planning, what needs to happen in your life or start up a business. Father Gang Clothing is a brand that's launched um, to uh, circle around father that needs input, that needs encouragement, that needs to be uplifted on how to be that better better father. Confectionally Yours Cakes and Bakes, we're a small bakery here in Lake County area, Central Florida. We're branching off and we're going to start shipping uh, nationally soon, I'm praying. Oh my goodness. I know, that's the good thing. (laughs) We've been working hard on it. Yeah, then the scholarship foundation is for Florida residents, uh, seniors that's in high school, uh, male or females. And that's on our website as well on the requirements. And you can uh, check us out on uh, thgh.weebly.com and all the information that you need to know regarding scholarship uh, or uh, the, the group home or other services that we provide is on there. And also the adult day training and academy program is on there as well. Thank you so much, Fred. All these areas that you've shared, where do you see yourself in 10 years? You know, you, you've, you've come so, so far so quickly. Can you share what's maybe in the future? Yes, ma'am. Actually, I'm glad you asked because I just sat down and did my three to five year plan. <laughs> Um, right now, I'm focused on more of a community outreach here in the Lake County area, per se, Eustis. Um, I want to be able to teach uh, teens how to gain that entrepreneurial spirit at a young age, not mm. to wait till they're 18 or 19. Start off young, maybe 9, 10. How do you become an entrepreneur at that age? Um, also, a drug and rehab and crisis uh, unit that I'm looking to do as well within that community outreach. Um, how to uh, a, a lot of bullying has been going on here in our county. Um, just per se six, excuse me, seven within the last six weeks, and that's been tugging on my heart lately to have a place where they're able to come and get help. Um, with like a crisis unit, so that's going to be in the making as well with the three to five year plan. Um, and like I say, catch them young, catch them young, and not wait till they're an adult. And 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 that's been pulling at my heart. So stay tuned for that within the next five to ten years. <laughs> You're going to need to continue to balance. And any more children coming? <laughs> <laughs> We've been discussing that, and that's not on our radar right now. <laughs> we miss traveling. We miss doing a lot of things. Uh, yes. We love working with our kids. But, um, yeah, starting all over again after two years, <laughs> not right now. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Fred. You've yes. really been inspirational. 
And there are many things that you offer here that are local, but there also are many things that people can gain from touching base with you, from connecting with you, from getting involved with any of your programs that I'm sure that you would be more than happy to do online. Is that correct? Like some of your services, you can do them online as well? Yes, ma'am. We also um, starting to travel as well. So um, take that in consideration. Don't limit yourself because you're out of state. You're not in Florida. You're not in Lake County. Okay. A lot of our resources are here, but we're starting to travel. So you can acquire by emailing us and uh, we can set things up, whether it's via phone or we come to you and we're going to make it happen. All right. I like that attitude. So I thank you and you'll have all your contact information in the show notes and anybody Uh, who's interested will connect with you, I am sure. Thank you so much, Fred. You have been an awesome guest. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Never Ever Give Up Hope, featuring Carol Graham. Did you know that most people succeed because they are determined to? Quitting was never an option. Carol loves your comments and will respond to each one. So please subscribe and review this podcast. A rating of five stars would be outstanding and appreciated. Remember, if you are still here, there is always hope.